have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History title. Bang! Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. Here's Middleton. Giannis trailing the lob. Welcome back to The Playbook, a podcast all about the NBA and a part of the All Indie Sports Network. I'd like to start off with a thanks to our title sponsor, Jack Brown Videography, the best wedding videographer in Louisville, Indianapolis, and beyond. As usual, I'm your host, Sal, joined by my co-host, Mark, and this time, joined by ex-Auburn player and EuroLeague player, Sinmeon Bowers. Um, This interview uh, tells a lot of stories about Sinmeon's upbringing um, in Racine, Wisconsin, and the stories that he got from his journey playing basketball, uh, which he is still partaking in now, just not at a pro level. But yeah, me and Mark had a lot of fun with this one, and let's get right into it. I'll kick it off. Um, being from Racine, Wisconsin, uh, when playing basketball as a kid, did you ever look up to a guy like Karan Butler, another Racine native? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I looked up to Karan growing up as a kid, man. He was a... Uh definitely an inspiring person uh, he motivated me you know to keep going you know never give up you know and, you know uh i was you know i, I called him i called him you know when I, when I needed him you know word of advice you know encouragement you know good role model man good person to look up to yeah for sure did you have any other guys you uh looked up to maybe not from wisconsin but nah i really don't really look, look up to guys yeah, cool, cool. Look up to myself, bro, yeah, <laughs> and, and up to God, man. Did uh, did Karan ever like reach out to you when you were first starting to, I guess, make a name for yourself in high school? Or yeah, he reached out to me. Uh, I was supposed to sign with his agency, but you know, I ended up going a different route. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like I was supposed to sign with like an overseas agent. At the okay. time, I didn't know that was a good thing to do, but I wanted to sign with his agent. Mm-hmm. And like uh, at the time, you know, it was it was like it was still his agency, but it they was the overseas part, you know. Okay. So I went the, went a different route. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so you left your hometown to go pl- go play high school, like part of your high school basketball career at at Rufus King. Um, so what what was it like, kind of moving and heading off to a prep school for basketball? Uh, when I left Rufus King, or no, during your time at Rufus King, like what was it like there? Oh, it was a good time, man. It was uh, like an all black high school, man. So it was a lot of girls around, you know. Acted, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, then I get into the uh, you know, the Milwaukee life. Uh, yeah. Bigger city than bigger city than the one you grew up in, for sure. But yeah, way city than Racine. You know, it's only twenty minutes down the road though, down the yeah. highway. Mm. And, uh, but yeah, definitely bigger, bigger city, man. Was it harder to like focus on, I guess, basketball? Living in a bigger city now with more to do outside of the sport, or? Yeah, man. You know, I've been through. I've been through a lot in Milwaukee, man. You know, you know, I've been shot before. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, get we to have that. a question about that later. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got. We got to hear about that one. I had. A, I had. I had. I had a kid at you, bro. I went to jail, in Milwaukee, bro. 
We got Rod in Milwaukee. You know, so it, and Milwaukee definitely changed my whole. Mm-hmm. You know, it really, it really changed. You know, if you let it, for the yes. good or for the better. I mean, for the good or the worse. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, so talking about perspectives, uh, in 2015, in the Sports Illustrated article, you were quoted saying that you didn't think about basketball and you didn't take it seriously. Um, and was there certain things that turned you off from basketball or was it uh, that made you less interested in pursuing a future? Uh, no, I love, you know, I, I, I love basketball. You know, I just, I just, I was never like a gym rat, bro. Mm-hmm. I say that. You know what I mean? I always I love basketball, bro. I, that's why I still play now. I just had thirty. I just had thirty points a day against some NBA. I mean, some NBA cats. Yeah. Dang, who are you playing against? You let's say. Josh Okaji. Okay. Oh, for real? Yeah. And then some some other cat. Two okay. young players, man. I just busted. Yeah, I had thirty. Okay. Yeah, we we watched uh, we watched Josh uh, a few years ago. He he uh, played in an Olympic exhibition game in our city. Oh yeah. Yeah, for Nigeria. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know, so you know, I, you know, I still, you know, I, I love basketball, man. You know, I still play yeah. now, man. You know, I still got it, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you just participate in like summer runs, summer like that type of thing? It's a league out here in Atlanta called the ABEL. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where a lot of pros come at and hoop during the summer. Okay. Yeah. And get the runs in, man. Mm-hmm. On Instagram. I seen you the Instagram page. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, send that to me for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's post some of that footage today, man. They they, they go footage of me, man. Y'all be posting on y'all page. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah, sure, man. Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Show, bro. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, man. But no, I, I always love basketball, though, man. You know, I just, I just, I've been through a lot, bro. So I was always distracted, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I get that. Uh, so your high school coach, uh, Jim. I might be saying this wrong, but like Jim Goss, uh, he he was quoted in the same article calling you a physical specimen that can do everything on a basketball court, and he compared you to Charles. He compared you to Charles Barkley. Um, what 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 like what is that? What did hearing something like that? What did hearing something like that mean to you? Yeah, it sounds great, man. I was you know I was lucky to have a coach like him. I was mad I didn't get to play for him, though, man. You know, all we did was like go to a couple uh, what you call it, like ac- exhibition games. You know, getting ready for the season, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like games like uh, you know, I was in practice. You know, scrimmages. I never mm-hmm. played. I played one game. We played best in high school. Mm-hmm. I was just never eligible. To play, bro. I could never pass Spanish class, bro. Never pass Spanish. The, the teacher didn't round your grade up. No, bro. No <laughs> That's crazy. Crazy. That right there. I'm like, I'm in the streets. Yeah. That's, they wouldn't round up your Spanish grade of all things just so you could play basketball, man? That's wild. Yeah, bro, that was bullish. Bro, that was bullish. Yeah, that's tough. What did, you, what did you need in the class? Did you just need the 50 or? Bro, it was like, just, I just always had an F, bro. And I, I even tried to stay after school. All that shit. It was one of them type deals, bro. So yeah, that's crazy. Brutal. That's brutal. Yeah. That's brutal. Holy. Holy. It's a boy. Yeah. So, out of high school, when you're in high school, <laughs> yeah, uh, when you're in high school, you're recruited. Joking, man. Go to school, kids. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. yeah. Sure. 
Um, so when you were recruited in high school uh, by most notably UConn, um, what was the, uh, with the size of college sports and everything, and knowing everything that comes with being a D1 athlete, what did the uh, recruitment process feel like to you? Well, uh, when I had when I was getting recruited by UConn? Yeah, when you were, um, like, being recruited. Before, yeah. be- before, before you were going to, to college, but when before you were yeah, before the shooting too, especially. How, how, what you mean? How was I feeling? Yeah. 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 A- ask the question again. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. So when you're in high school and you're being recruited by these uh, colleges, uh, how did that feel? Knowing um, what it feels like and what knowing what comes with being in college and being a D1 athlete. Well, I felt good, man. Um, again. Uh, I was young, so I didn't really take it serious, you know. Mm-hmm. I should get more serious, man. You know, that, that was a big deal. I was getting recruited by some heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have no role model for real, for real, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, Karan came about like, bro, when I was when I went pro, for real. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, he was really he was active NBA player when I was. You know, he was playing against each other, so he was really he was active. So he was kind of his. He wouldn't be like he is now, you know. So yeah. like, I had I ain't had no role model, none of that, bro. You know, I ain't never had no daddy, none of that. So mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I ain't take all that, all that good shit that was going on serious, bro. Did your uh, did your high school coach or anyone around there ever try to kind of step in and be that role model? Like I got a, I had a, I got an AU coach man you know he was there for me. Okay. But you know uh and Dwayne Wilson. Mhm. Yeah, no. But, okay, so here's probably here's a big thing uh f- correct me if the date's wrong but February 1st, 2011. Uh probably know know exactly what happened that day but uh you don't have to you don't have to say too much about it if you don't want to but uh like we can I talk about it, bro. I never, I never talked about it, bro. That's crazy. Nobody never interviewed me about it, bro. You know what I mean, and, and that's really affected my my basketball career, bro. Cause mm-hmm. ain't nobody really wanted me. They thought I was a bad kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did how did how did it feel like? Cause it's it's it was what it happened was for the most part out of your control. So like, how did how did it feel seeing everything you've done and all the work you put in build up and whatever and just kind of fly out the window, I guess, over over getting shot and all that. Man, it, was, it, was, it was tough, bro. I'm like, fuck, I was a victim, you know? So, mm-hmm. shit, man, it was just like, damn. And I was supposed to play that Thursday, bro. I got shot that Tuesday. If you go back on the day, I think that was a Tuesday. I was supposed to play that Thursday, bro. Yeah, it's... Got shot, bro. I got shot nine. I got nine foot holes in my leg, bro. Do you still have the scars from it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me show you. Yeah, yeah, bro. I got all the scars, bro. Damn, that's. One. This one fucked me up, though. They, the bullet got stuck in his leg, and you see the oh. surgery mark. They had to go. They had to go in and take that out. Oh, so I got shit. one right there. I got like three back. They tried to put me in my ass. Back here. Damn. I got one, one right here. Like they fucked me up, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know what I mean, so. Did uh, when it when it came to like recruitment from schools and all that, did they kind of just like I guess I guess stop like 
they just kind of disappeared right after it happened, or did anyone, did any of them talk to you again? Or? The only school that wanted to deal with me again still was UConn, you know, but I, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't eligible to play at mm-hmm. UConn, you know what I mean? And I wasn't in shape, you know, I had got shot, I was on bed rest, bro. I, was yeah. on, I had a cast on my leg, bro, like, I couldn't even sit right, bro. I had to, my mom and them had to wipe my shit for me, all type of shit. I had to uh-huh. learn how to walk again. I had a cast on my right leg, bro, for like seven months, bro. Like, I had to had like my leg had to be straight, bro, while I was taking uh-huh. this shit. It was crazy. Like, don't nobody really know, bro. And for me to bounce back from that shit, That's and, still crazy. Hoop and still play high level, I'm cool with that. That's why I ain't really trip about making the NBA, bro. I'm like, man, I survived nine bullet holes, bro. Yeah, no, that's that's wild to to, to even play again. A lot of people die off that. Shit. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, like mm-hmm. most people would not play basketball at any level again. You still went D1. Like one of my D1. people, one of my guys got paralyzed off one bullet hole, bro. Fucking that's paralyzed. So it was like, like I only I'd be appreciative, bro. Like. See, I still did my thing. I'm still doing my thing, though. Know? And I still get paid, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so doc- doctors did say you wouldn't play again after that incident, uh, and which obviously wasn't true. So I guess proving them wrong was kind of kind of a big thing. They, they definitely thought we were going to be able to play again, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so that was, sure. was crazy, bro. You know, I put God first, bro. I'm a strong believer in him, like for real, for real. Mm-hmm. I ain't just saying that to make it sound good. That's my boy. Yeah. How how important was that level of faith in your recovery? Like, just always having that spot fall back on. Man, that was very important, bro. Without, never made it, bro. I was for God, bro. I thought mm-hmm. I was gonna die on the deathbed, bro. They, you know, I was on my mm-hmm. deathbed, bro. I was shaking this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was, you know, I was like, God, man, don't take me, bro, for real. Was the guy you were with, like, uh, was the guy you were with, did he get hit as well, or was he just... Nah, he didn't get hit. Y'all, y'all oh. know him. Y'all know who he is, right? I did he go... He played D1 hoops as well, too, right? I can't... Oh, hold on. I had the name. I had the name. Let me let me try and find that again. Did that, did that kind of, like, bring you guys, like, closer together after that? To this day, still. Yeah, that's my boy. We talk, we talk all the time. That's cool. When I get drunk, when I get drunk, I get to call him. I get to crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Like, yeah, nigga saved my life. He really saved my life, bro. Like, he was the driver, bro. I was a passenger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was two shooters, bro. It was two shooters, bro. Two. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! I thought it was just the one. Damn, two. Real move, bro. We were chilling in the car, bro. Damn. So they shot, shot you through the car? No, they opened my... So we upstairs, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we upstairs, bro. We got beef with mm-hmm. or whatever, man. You know that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, We go upstairs. We upstairs, but we come outside, bro. We ain't see nobody, man. We see somebody come from the side with a gun. We thinking it's our home. But, you know, like... We ain't thinking nothing serious of it, bro. Then I seen another guy... Black mask on with a gun pointing at this two of my like, oh, Both niggas got bass on my like this shit real. But the car already started though, so able to put it in and drive off, but it was on the ground. And my, he do open my car door because it was locked. It was unlocked. 
Mm-hmm. And like I try to hop in the back. I, I, I lifted this leg up and I try to hop in the back. Mm-hmm. But, but and I try to run from the bullets, but they just he started shooting the car. He just shot all up all up my legs, bro. I didn't even know I was hit, bro, until I looked down, you know, I had on all black, so like, you know, when you yeah. got on all black, black and blood, you just, like, just didn't look back. Yeah. Oh shit, you know what I mean? I ain't even feel that bro, until I looked down. They still shooting at the car, bro, like when we off, like it was crazy. Mm-hmm. She likes some for real, bro. Did you just, did you guys just gun it to the hospital after that? Yeah, yeah. It was like something in the car, bro. bro. We're like moving. That's, yeah, that's the type of stuff you'd see in a movie, like, you wouldn't think you'd see. That's Imagine crazy. somebody pulling up your car, bro, with black mask on, pointing guns at you. Yeah. You don't, you ain't, most guys freeze up. They're not going, oh, yeah, they're not, not going to drive off. They're going to shit their pants, bro. That's why I love my boy, man. He got me out of there. That's my boy, yeah. for real. All right, cool. Um... So after the incident, um, obviously your college interest did disappear, uh, and you had to go the JUCO route. So uh, starting there, you climbed up to the number one JUCO player in the country. How is your recruitment process from JUCO to D1 schools like Memphis, Florida State, and of course Auburn? It was good, man. You know, I had I had Rick Pitino fly in to come see me too, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Doing that at, show, at showcase, you know, he was he was hearing about all the all the shit I was doing. I was going crazy. Yeah. So he came in. Yeah, he flew in that day, private jet, man. I had Louisville. I had a lot of school looking at me, bro. That was a yeah. good time, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what led you to choose uh, Auburn? No, I, 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 had, I had committed to Florida State, bro. I had signed with Florida State, but I had caught a case. Mm. The police was fucking with me, bro. They, yeah. uh, they smelled weed. They smelled weed. They smelled weed in the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, you know, that was during the time I was signed to Florida State. Yeah. And then, uh, they said I had, I tried to eat it or something. So they pull your offer at Florida State or did you just, uh, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they pulled my offer. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. I mean, so I had, the only schools I had left was South Carolina and Auburn. Yeah. So what was the competition difference, uh, or... How was playing in JUCO versus D1? Was there any significant differences that you kind of felt? JUCO and D1? Uh, yeah, better competition, uh, D1. Yeah. And, you know, the atmosphere, you know, the treatment, you know, it was definitely different. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. I miss, I miss college for real, man. Yeah, it's I should have taken advantage of it more. Yeah, of course. Um, when you were at Auburn, uh, you were kind of titled as a, polar, a polarizing player. Uh, there were times where you were the fan favorite and other times where fans were quoted calling you frustrating, but none of them ever denied your effort and level of intensity. Uh, was that the player you wanted to be on the team, the one that gave it 100% no matter what, or did you like Yeah, him? I ain't give a f- what nobody thought about me, bro. I'm going to play mm-hmm. hard and play and talk and just do what I do, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, you know, that was just, that's that's the type of player I always been, bro. You know, just energy, a rebound for you. I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna try to do everything on the court for you, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna um, try to shoot the three. I'm gonna try to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were being called undersized during your CBB career, um, when you were playing against bigger players, 
did you kind of want to show those fans that were watching that it didn't matter how tall you were? Right. Yeah, yeah, bro. That's, that's always been my motto, bro. I don't care how tall you are. Like, like, mm. Size don't matter, bro. Like, be, I know seven footers that's not even good at basketball. So yeah, like, for real. So like, you know, just always just go hard and have heart. Fuck yeah. size, bro. Size, nothing. But a number. <laughs> I mean, you did average a double double and in, in at the collegiate level, so. And I, bro, I went to the free throw line ten times a game, bro. I never made my free throws, bro. Hey, you could average way more if you hit those, you know. Right, could have went to the NBA, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? For real, for real. 20, you know what I mean? I just all oh, missed every free throw every game, bro. I didn't, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. I should have been in the gym more, bro. So is that your biggest weakness then, free throws? Yeah. Now I knock them down, though, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I bet you can probably shoot better now than uh, in college, too. Way better, bro. As the game evolves, I mean, you know. Game's all about shooting threes now. Facts. Um, so we mostly hear about NBA players uh, and their experience in the NBA, but as someone who spent most of their pro career in Europe, uh, what was that entire experience like? nice man my favorite spot was probably israel and japan yeah. man the most the spot i got paid the most was philippines <laughs> mm-hmm. like i love israel i love japan serbia is probably like like my toughest spot i've been to where else i've been to i've been to turkey uh something uh i think that's about it turkey israel serbia philippines japan tokyo yeah. Yeah. yeah, we talked to a guy uh, recently. You know who Kiefer Sykes is? Today, yeah. Have you heard of Kiefer Sykes? Uh, out of uh, out of Chicago, yeah. He played, uh, I think, in 10 different countries. Yeah. So uh, was every country, I guess, did they have different fans and kind of different support levels that you experienced? Uh, I heard the fans in Europe are quite different than the ones in uh, the Americas. Yeah, yeah. Serbia, bro, they go crazy, bro. Yeah. It's like, hey, burn fire. Like, they yeah. kill you with a snake, bro. If you, like, if you play, come here. If you play, bro, like, if you was on another team, bro, you played, like, the previous day, bro, and you try to come show up to the game, they remember you, bro. Get on your ass, bro. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they like come here. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Like the fans, they dare just come here, Cash. That's in your head, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen the things with like the riots and uh when a team loses, you know, it's a little more uh dangerous per se, you know. Especially in uh like Russia, Serbia, uh Croatia, like all those types of countries. Damn, bro, it was fans going crazy, bro. Good yeah. fans, bro. Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. All right. Um, yeah, so just talking about Europe uh, experience. Um, you also had some G League experience uh, from what we found out. Uh, and you played with guys who are in the NBA right now, like Dante DiVincenzo, Sterling Brown, and even Christian Wood, who recently got traded to the Mavericks. Uh, how does it feel seeing your former teammates uh, make it in the NBA? 
I mean, I, I love it, man. It's been doing good, man. You know, uh, they always work hard, man. Had a good work work ethic. You know, always stay extra in the gym. You know, they deserve it, man. Yeah, you got any guys uh, in the league right now that you're close with or hoop with, even? I'm cool with a couple cat. Uh, uh, Finney Smith, what's his name from from the Maverick, my boy. Yeah, yeah. Went to Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Uh, Chung, of course, Arbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Uh, couple cats I hope right now would be good one. You know, good one. Yeah. Be good. Play for Cleveland. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, no, I got a couple cats in the league, man. You know, you know, you know I mean, I ain't got no close friends. You know, I got an up and coming, up and coming, couple of my little guys from go to the NBA, though, for sure. For so, yeah, Tyrese Hunter, mm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I have, um, outside of basketball. Uh, what have you been up to? I know you're running your uh, your league games that you're just doing today earlier, but uh, you got anything else uh, on the radar? Yeah, bro. Uh, uh, I own group homes, bro. I deal uh, I deal with uh, mentally ill people, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take care of them. Uh, I give them the medication. I care for them. I bathe them. Uh, you know, I don't, but you know, I, I own, I own it. Uh, I hire people first shift, second shift, third shift. Yeah. You know, certified, certified people. You know, uh, who's been through training with the state. You know, uh, so I own about three or four of those. Four of those, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's and cool. I also breed French bulldogs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are those the two dogs that you had? Yeah, I got. I'm a, I'm a dog. I got three girl dogs. I got four. I got three girl dogs here. And I got, I just dropped two litters. I got Fluffy. You ever heard of Fluffy Frenchie, bro? No, I haven't. Is that, uh, what's that mixed with? They No, it's just regular Fluffy Frenchies. That, them dogs worth, uh, 30000 a dog, bro. 30000 40000 Yeah, Frenchies are expensive. Yeah, I was looking to get one a few years back, and it's like, don't breed them. I think they're in like Toronto or something, but it's the closest ones we had. Um, yeah, that's dope. Um, yeah, man. I just, I just, you know, I'm just grinding, man. You know, I make good money now, man. Of course. I don't feel like I should, you know, I can't go yeah. overseas for three, four thousand a month. You know, that's what they used to offer me. Oh, uh, yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, it's not worth <laughs> it at that point, eh? Yeah, no, not at all, bro. Not at all, bro. You yeah. be over there for so long, bro. And then, mm. You know, like, just shit ain't worth it, bro. I don't yeah. recommend it. You know, you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, I mean, was there a point in your career overseas you just decided that you were done? Or? Yeah, yeah, bro. When I left Serbia... Mm. You know, I got treated so bad, bro. I'm like, man, f- this shit. I can't. I'm not. I can't be out the country getting treated like this. I mean, they treated me bad, bro. Mm. 
You know what I mean? So I'm like, Fuck no. Yeah, that's the last stop. Overseas, bro. Like, I'm not gonna be arguing with people in a different country. Like, <laughs> was there any language barriers you had there, or what? Exactly. Hell yeah, bro. I mean, I only understand these people. They can, they can do anything to me, man. You know. Even your teammates, you understand them, or? Yeah, a little bit. Uh. Guess you feel you feel uh, kind of the odd one out in like I guess Serbia. I don't know what the team looked like then, but yeah, I played for FMP, man. It was, it was a good team, good league, you know. What I mean? Yeah. But I just had to get out of there. Man. All right, man. Um, it was great talking to you. Um, got some cool stories. Um, and yeah, uh, thanks for uh, joining us today. And, uh, you know, wish you all the best. Yeah, of course. And uh, I guess you'll... Uh, Keep in touch, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You'll hear from us when uh, when we post it up. All right, bro. I appreciate you. All right, yeah. Cool, man. Have a good one. Have a good day, bro. Yeah, you too. Just wanted to, uh, before I end off this episode, thank everyone for watching. Hope you enjoyed the... Um, definitive Sinmion Bowers interview and um, thanks for catching the playbook this week I know we haven't been uh, we didn't post last week but uh, we've got you covered this week uh, this will be released uh, I guess the day you'll be listening to this would be um, likely Monday or Tuesday um, so have a great rest of your evening, morning, afternoon or night wherever you are and we will catch you next week hopefully on the playbook